podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode number 121, Palindrome. I'm your host, Six, and with me, as always, are Russ. Hey guys, it's me, Russ. Peter, always with you. Uh, let, let that intro to be the beginning of Peter doesn't support movies about the pandemic. <laughs> and uh, Alex, I renounce my wish. <laughs> oh man! All right, we have got. It's been a little while. Uh, and a bunch of stuff has come out. A bu- I mean, we've already, I mean, Merry Christmas and, and Happy New Year, everybody. I actually don't think I've talked to any of you three since the New Year. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 We'll see you next year. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See you next year. And we're done. Yeah. Any closing remarks about 2020 takes anything? <laughs> uh still no not yet you know it doesn't totally feel like a different year yet so hopefully it will soon that's that's my big thing what did not not, everything didn't get solved i don't i don't think everything got solved um it got really bad for a little bit actually and uh we'll see what happens next yeah it feels like one of those seasons of tv in which the first couple episodes are still dealing with the ramifications of the previous season yeah exactly exactly and that's and that's why we are in uh season four of the movie movie podcast season five i don't even know anymore uh all i know is that we're still inside and haven't left which is great because steve mcqueen just put out five mini movie sodes well one that's not and then four that are um called small axe on amazon you can watch it now if you have amazon prime for free yeah, it's one of those things. That I think I think one thousand percent you could just be like, so these are five movies, and no one's gonna really argue with you except probably yourself. Right, and it's only because of the yeah. length of four yeah. of them, uh, because the way that they're shot, like the cinematography and the it, it is all like top notch. It, it it all like it all it has those like Steve McQueen's like you know really long shots on just like a person for a little while. We're just like this is getting uncomfortable, but I feel their pain um that that he does so well like that that is all over these it feels like you're watching steve mcqueen movies the whole time and then sometimes they just end really soon <laughs> yeah definitely yeah it uh yeah i it it shouldn't bother me this much whether it's film or it's tv or if it's this new thing that's kind of both and neither at the same time and if you think of it as one singular idea or five separate but this is one of those cases where people usually say, oh, I don't know, I think it's some was better than its parts. This is, I think, the reverse, where as a, a whole is better than its parts individually. When you think about what his like thesis statement was, kind of uh, shining a light on a specific era in London of the West Indian experience. It's kind of like one big, one huge sociological movie that they just kind of shine lights on different segments of it. Yeah, and, and there's something I, that... I think I'm landing on movie, but like in the most uh, circuitous way. Absolutely. And it's and it's like, I think it's, it's an experience that, you know, I'm very ignorant to, like events I've only heard about through Clash songs. Yep. Um, <laughs> and like, it's, it's like, like, it's really well done. Like it's... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think as Russ was saying, like, in terms of, like, a overarching thing, what I like what he does is that most of them are not about the sections of the story that Hollywood movies would be about. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and it was something I appreciated as it went on. Like, I, in some terrible world, I think Lovers Rock could be about the tragedy that's kind of talked about in Alex Weedle. I guess yes. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or, uh, what should we call, or like, edu- like, uh, uh, Red, White, and Blue could have gone on for another hour and it wouldn't have been fun, probably. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it would, it would have, I like, I, and same thing with Alex Weedle, when it ends with him being like, here are my experiences and here is my path forward and not showing you, him getting published or anything you know it's just i think uh, I, yeah no go ahead go ahead no it's just like he he made movies more so with a point in the experience than trying to necessarily tell the whole story and i think as, as i said it's it feels like such a statement about what other hollywood films would be a better specifically about uh, race or the racial or, or any or the black experience in any part. Like thinking back to like when we wa- when we talked about white savior movies, like these things could have been about the worst possible parts of all of these stories. And and even with a lot of the same elements, like if you look at these, like you know, there's like especially uh, red, white, and blue. I think you could see times where this could have been schlock. Yes, <laughs> yeah. totally, and. And it like and it veers away from that pretty much at every turn, and like instead, uh, you know, plays it real and and plays it more to, uh, I I don't I don't know, it's, it's just the the care. I not even necessarily the characters themselves, because I think sometimes the characters almost even take a a backseat to the whole experience. Yes, and and, and uh, I think some, you can imagine. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like, and some of these stories are real, and some of these stories are not, but regardless of whether it's true or is it it's true in the sense that you know i feel like most like biopic style movies have to have this sort of rousing end one way or another and a lot of them just kind of end because it's a snapshot of a specific time in somebody's life like if if you took a snapshot of my life it doesn't really have this like major swell like most films like to give you it just kind of ends you know so alex weedle it could have gone on to all the other stuff he did but it's like we know he did that that's not that interesting right yeah it's kind of like boyhood just ends with him taking shrooms in the desert and then it ends it's similar yeah and lover's rock is like a weird like is such an interesting experiment and just putting you in a room that feels so alive that if it was another type of movie, it would be the scene you really like, but the movie might be like, meh. And he just decided, well, what if I just stretch out that part that you would have liked? And if you were to try to like lover's rock is like, you know, it's the project X of uh, small X. (laughs) Uh, No, it's, um, I, I think that that one just, it's just so, evocative and like it's just so like i don't know like the whole thing like that was the first one i watched um and for me i kind of like i didn't really know too much about the whole series okay 
um, and that was a really cool introduction to it all because um, it really, it kind of just sets the tone and sets the mood uh, so well. And there's, it's so weird we, that it's the second one. Yeah. Yeah. That actually works better as the first one. It kind of does. I, yeah. I, I watched the order. And I watched but, it first. But I, I feel like what it's been like. better first. Yeah. Well, that's the, uh, so it's, I can't imagine watching Lover's Rock after Mangrove. It, I think you would be whiplash. Yeah. It's, that's how I watched. That, but it's, that's uh, exactly how I watched, yeah. Yeah. But the, the thought experiment that I, not sure what would happen if how would i feel about lovers rock if i didn't watch it in month 10 of pandemic kind of quarantine yeah um because like, i think it's beautiful and, and, balls and people touching it was just so i'm like oh my lord these people they're just touching each other yeah which is what we used to do well, it's also just watching people have a fun too yeah <laughs> it's like watching people be together somewhere it's Someone should be science fiction, am I right? There we go. Hey, yo. So it's this incredibly beautiful, moving house party that, like, and bad shit happens at, but, like, yeah. I, yeah. I've, I've never, I, I, I want to watch it again. And, like, I, I, I want to, I want to be there and I want to, I want to be like that again. And it's, I think it's incredible. And it's the one of the five that I think is, that would definitely make my top 10. We were discussing oh, before about whether or not for a t end of the year list that we would put one of these or just say small acts. Small acts, yeah. Small acts, yeah. And and Lovers Rock is the thing that's propelling it into the top ten for me. But I don't. I, it's so weird to think about what I would feel about it in another year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's still probably pretty positive. I mean, the, the, oh, the fact that like, you know, it's it's something that just still feels so like real and organic yeah. and like, <laughs> um. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's not that, some right now. It's such a strong. It's like an unquestionable ten out of ten in my mind. Yeah, and I don't know if in any other year I still think it would be a nine, like or even a maybe was that a ten? Did I really like that? But now it's just like no. This is a ten. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, and if you told me that like I would be loving a movie of people, you know, just at a party, yeah, <laughs> probably wouldn't have agreed. Do we want to uh, break into them in, uh, individually or continue? Like, are there other call outs? We've talked a lot about, um, uh, we've talked, talked a lot about Lover's Rock. We talked a little bit about Red, White, and Blue. Uh, any other call outs for like Mangrove, Alex Weedle, or Education that, that anyone wants to get into? I'll say, uh, Mangrove, I, I really enjoyed Mangrove. I liked it more in the first part where you're dealing, where, where you're seeing more of just the, day-to-day -day conflict between uh police and the and the mangrove oh, restaurant before it goes to the trial before it becomes okay. a legal drama but yeah. i think that's just my personal bias against not super loving legal dramas i think it does everything it sets out to do yeah very very well but uh i just really loved the, the first part of the movie see see because like this, this is all stuff i really didn't I knew kind of. So it was nice to see different bits of history uh, come alive. And I also really wanted to eat there desperately. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Every time they showed food in any of these, it yeah. all looked amazing. But, yeah, I felt like this was such a, like, I felt like Mangrove it was, like, the introduction to how, like, much of a sensory overload this film would feel like. Because you're just, like, 
especially even in the happy scenes when you're just watching people in community eating in a restaurant, uh, enjoying themselves. Like he directs regular shit so, so well, sights that you feel like there, and that kind of followed that kind of followed through the rest of the films. But I thought like Mangrove was an excellent sort of. I I wish I watched Lo- Lovers Rock first, but I feel like Mangrove was an, a good table setting for just sort of immersing you in a world. So I, I watched Mangrove. Yeah, you're not gonna understand everything, but it, just go with it. I see. I watched it third, and it actually made it feel a little too long for me. I could see. So that. I almost wish I had like gone back and watched it second. I watched it first um, because of its length. I was like, let me get the the longer one out of the way first. Uh, and I I ended up really really liking it. Uh, the, yeah. the whole thing. I watched it, it because of its length. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, I, I again I haven't seen the last two, but um, I, is John Boyega kind of the biggest like you know star or actor in all of these? Uh, you could, I don't know if you could, uh, pr- yeah. Yeah. I guess the only argument you could possibly make is Letitia Wright. All right. But you would take John Boyega over Letitia yeah. Wright. Oh, absolutely. I'm just trying to think of, I I, well, I think, who knows, because I, I, I think John Boyega's super big because of Star Wars, but I think people are sour on that. And I don't oh, know, yeah. I don't know what he's going to head to next, but Letitia Wright still, oh, well, still. Nothing like Star Wars. Yeah. Well, well, because I wonder, because if for me, like if any sort of like bigger name, quote unquote, would have been distracting in these, because because yeah. there wasn't anyone like that I necessarily knew too much outside of it besides John Boyega, I was really able to just kind of get into the the movie. It wasn't like seeing someone else, right? Yeah, play this with. I thought there was really cool. people I knew knew like that looked familiar because either from watching like a BBC show or a Netflix show or like Black Mirror or something. But yeah. they were familiar faces, but not so familiar that it would that I would start like thinking about them as other people. Even Letitia Wright, like we know her from Black Panther and an episode of Black Mirror. So there, there's not as much cachet that you're like associating her with all these other roles. But I, I was blown over that. That was one thing I kept thinking about. I was like, how did this? How did he? There's this many just good actors lying around that I don't <laughs> see. Right? Like, how is this possible? Like, and especially in, in films that are, like, mostly, mostly all black. It's like, okay, so there's more than Michael B. Jordan out there. Good to know. Hollywood would suddenly eat differently. But, but not um, only that, but, but also, like, doing mundane things, a lot of them. It's like, as you guys said before, yeah. like, it's... Look, I thought the owner in Mangrove, of, of the Mangrove, I thought, that was it, Frank Critchlow, his character's name. I thought that dude was so good yeah and so and such a real person because you're like why you don't have to be like real people are really truly stubborn and really truly don't want to just do what makes the most sense and I, I don't know just every performance felt so lived in. yeah yeah the one thing that was odd about mangrove and his character is it seems like the movie treated the fact that it seems like he has a white wife as a twist or a surprise it was a little bit or i don't know if that was like i don't know what we were supposed to take away from like the little tiny snippets we got of her in his home right like we see we just see her like reflection in the mirror at the end basically and and things like that yeah i I, it was just like the weird thing it was like it's because he's so deliberate about everything else he shows that i didn't know what that was yeah 
Yeah, he's not somebody who puts something in there for you to think about. Like he's got, or not, not for you to think about, but there's a specific point of view that is correct in, in his in his filmmaking yeah. that you have to try to figure out. Yeah, I don't know if it's just is that. Are we supposed to believe that that might have something something more to do with the amount of ire he gets from that one cop? Entirely possible. Maybe like that's kind of where I went uh, because it. I mean, I know, like, yeah, they, and it's funny because I, going to London, going, having been to London within the last two years, uh, seeing, like, West Indian food and Indian food, like, that's generally better than all the British food that's there. You so widely accept it. You don't think, like, oh, wait, this wasn't always this way, and it was not that long ago. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, But, yeah, no, I might be honest it being a white lady yeah. and the cops being pissed about that. Yeah. I feel like they would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but the, yeah, I think, what should we call it? I, I, I don't know. Do you guys want to do a quick, just ranking of them? If anything? Uh, oof. Uh, <laughs> oof. It's so hard. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, again, well, if we j- so maybe we decide, do we have to choose one or do we just say small acts on our top ten? I think I'm gonna say small acts because it. it I think I'm gonna categorize them as small acts. Mm-hmm. As small acts, I believe it is. It's like one complete. Yeah. And if they were all very disparate films about that and more anthological, and yeah, anthological in nature, I would maybe say no, but it's. It's like Grindhouse. It's it's a film. It's a film experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is, yeah. It's small acts, and it's it's fucking unbelievable when you consider like how did where did you find that you just made Widows like right? How did you do? Oh, this? I can't imagine anyone having this output too ever. No, like it makes no sense. Like how did you think you 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 wrote all of this? You. You like wrote, produced, and directed this, so you were a part of every single bit of it. Yep. How? Yeah. Um, but they're all on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. They're all on Amazon Prime. I would, I would, I highly suggest all of them. Like even the ones I like the least are still above average films. Yes, totally. Um, yes. And I take a look at the five of them and really just watch whatever one you have time for at the moment. Yeah. And, and I think each one kind of like adds a little bit to one of the other ones it which is why i, I view it as what i why i talked myself into one filmed experience because you watch alex weedle it reminds you of lovers rock you watch yeah, man yeah. it reminds you a bit of red white and blue and then yep. you watch education and it kind of reminds it can remind you a little bit of weedle it can remind you a little bit of any of the other yeah. yeah totally all right so when we rank them, number one is small axe, number two is small axe, number three, four, and five all small axe. Let's talk about something that I don't know how anyone feels about, but I'm going to say we don't have as high opinions of as small axe, Wonder Woman 1985. Oh, yes. I'm actually kind of happy we're talking about this. Uh, weeks later, because I am exhausted from my hatred of this film. It is so it's, bad. Yeah, I don't know what they thought we liked about the first one. 
So it's nothing. It's not, there's not a drop of the first one in this. Yeah, she. One thing I've thought about more as it's gone past is like, I don't, I don't think Gal Gadot did anything well, interesting. I think they do. Well, I think they let us know exactly what they thought we liked about the first one, and that was uh, Gal Gadot and and uh, Chris Pine together, and that was it. That's <laughs> yep. what sold the movie. That's what everyone was there to see. Not anything else. That's you what could people wanted. Do the first one in your head and list out the moments that uh, Diana shines on screen, like the ice cream, the trying on dresses. Uh, the fight in the alley, like mm-hmm. uh, everything she ever said to the secretary, like oh, barging so into the war room, uh, no man's land, like no man's can... land. Yeah, yeah, that was scene is, is like, for, as far as a superhero film goes, is an iconic scene. Yep, this Could... it had so much going for it, so much goodwill, and yeah. I wanted to like this movie. I wasn't, I don't go into movies wanting to like it. I was excited. I had been yeah. really looking forward to this. And I, I mean, even, like, I even thought because I heard preliminary reviews were not great, and I was like, "Oh, these fucking gross!" <laughs> and no. I was so jacked up to sit down and watch it Christmas night and or mm-hmm. Christmas after, late evening, and I was like, Ugh, "From the first few minutes, when you're like, oh, the point of the movie, got it, yeah, that's that is being hammered into our face and." I I just don't know why she opted uh, Patty Jenkins to go so tonally different. Like, I, 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 and people say like it's it feels like uh, like almost like a Richard Donner Superman kind of vibe, but that doesn't. And four work. maybe that yeah, and, and that's or three. Like it feels corny and goofy, and it really serves no purpose being in the eighties. Other than if you just want to see people wear '80s clothing, but nothing about this to be works oh. really at all. Not one song. I know, the 80s. right? It's insane. And, and then Wonder Woman, the duck, like it's like she needs a man to like set her straight, which feels kind of weird. So dumb to have. Woman, the best part of Wonder Woman's characterization so far in the DC. It's like she's the moral compass. She's the the, the Captain America figure yep. who just like you you know whatever their viewpoint is. Yeah, it's like the highest good. Yeah, and her being like, oh cool, my boyfriend's back and he's in another dude's body. I'm cool with that. Why can't I ever have anything? It's like you've been alive for like forever. You know, but <laughs> this point, you know, you know the score. You know the game. If you have something, you should know it's bad right off the top. Like, Wonder Woman is is not selfish. That's right. like her thing. Oh, that's the thing. That's her thing specifically is being like unselfish and like the moral high and having moral high ground. And I understand that maybe they wanted her to like add some color to her character, but she didn't have it before, and she didn't have it in the future. So what the what the fuck is going on here? Did she succumb to the greed of the eighties as well? I don't get it. Yeah, it's just that it. She just, as I said, there's. I cannot remember a moment of her doing something in this movie that I'm like, that's great. Well, she doesn't do anything in this movie. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. it's like I could keep naming parts from the first one. Like I was just thinking about um, when the the Scottish sniper who's kind of like being haunted, and she 
really talks to him about his singing, about how much they she wants him to sing for them. And like moments like that are gone. Yeah. From this. And it's just you said it's just like I I've been here for 70 years and I just want this boy back. I and feel not, like shit, just want him back. Yeah. And not for any like big interesting reason. Like it's it's not even a I don't know. <laughs> And, like, and, and, uh, it, it also, we got a Kristen Wiig. I thought, oh, man. I thought she did as good of a job as she could do. But if I could, like, Monday morning quarterback this movie, I'm like, you actually can have an interesting, you could have had a, a good, interesting relationship between her and Diana. But, like, she's kind of right to hate Diana because mm-hmm. Diana doesn't give a shit about her. I, I really like Kristen Wiig's character up until it actually becomes like the villain um, and like gets the superpowers and becomes the, the, the whatever it is. Like that, I, I didn't like that design at all. I, I thought it was just no, too much. Is um, but everything like before that, I really enjoyed about Kristen Wiig's character. And I thought like, I kind of thought maybe they're going to pivot a little bit. Like they're not going to give us the cheetah we think we're gonna get maybe yeah. she's gonna oh no something but it's like uh her break bad scene is it's like oh i'm gonna kick the shit out of a rapist that's how we know she's bad and it's like yeah, it sucks. who cares yeah. i'm on team beat the shit out of that guy totally yeah that that's supposed to show us uh-oh she's a bad she's bad now no waits for women in a park I actually I don't thought, care what I thought it was when she like talked back to the dude who was always nice to her that that was supposed to be her turn. This movie is dumb, <laughs> and, but we're all not talking about how awesome Pedro Pascal was. Completely oh, insane. Loved every crazy second him. of him. I want him and Tom Hardy. Can we get Max Lord and Tom Hardy? <laughs> so good. I'd pay all the money. Also, this has no consequences. No, nope. none. He gets away with everything yep. that he did. And He's just like, oh, I guess I'm a loser guy. And everyone's like, no big deal. Also, it's real stupid that at that point, you've established this guy will do anything in the world for power, uh, including destroy it. But now all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my boy. He then cares about his kid. After this movie ends with a like a doctor who style like speech in which, yeah in which wonder woman just shames everyone into being happy with their lives no matter what <laughs> <laughs> because no, the plot of this movie turns into like the wish master but and no one has a good wish that's no. the, it's not like she inspired people to throw away something that was making their life better everyone's wish was terrible right Every they just single- didn't know that they could give back their wish like, that, like that realization that Wonder Woman has, just like, oh wait, I can just I can just take it back, and then and things are okay. That lady drops dead in that chip shop, and that guy's first thought isn't, oh, I I did I don't want that to happen. Yeah, and that's not a renouncing of his wish. Like I don't like no one's every like ninety percent of wishes we saw, the person was immediately like, I hate this, this sucks. Yeah. So what do you have to like? Who are you inspiring? And also. <laughs> Was Wonder Woman's consequences for bringing Chris Pine back to life into the body of another person, which obviously problematic Nowhere. already yep. there. Totally. Um, no consent. Her consent. consequences is like she's just a little weaker. 
Yeah. I think she was going to completely lose her power. She started Eventually. to, okay. yeah. yeah. She she was, she was would degrade over time, basically. By the end of it, she was, like, much weaker than, like, immediately afterwards. Yeah, like in how Spider-Man 2, he was losing his powers, or in, like, Superman 2, he gave up his powers. But that's why she got the special suit, right? Like, and that didn't matter at all. She, like, threw that away. Because torn up eight seconds. Away. Yep, that was the suit. Yep, yeah. Yeah, the suit that we saw fight off an entire army. Yep. Yep. <laughs> a kitty scratched it. <laughs> oh. This movie ends in a cat fight. Oh, oh God. Um, and then, oh my God, can we just please talk about my favorite line in this entire movie? Yep. Let's hear it. Was, Thanks. It's from my culture. <laughs> oh yeah. Like when when Linda Carter shows up at the end. Oh my god, that's it's the worst. But I love I I at that point I was you know what I was like I was almost on board with this movie's shittiness by that. Well, because I, you were it's Stockholm syndrome. It had been two and a half hours. It was so that's long. Bad. There's there's too, too many much, intros to this movie. Many. I'll say like Are, the whole family watched this. They all hated it. We then yeah. watched The War with Grandpa afterwards, and we were like, this is such a refreshing hour and a half. I want to hear about that. Oh, it's... Is uh, it a bad grandpa? Robert De Niro as, like, a grandpa who moves in, and then, like, the kid, like, wages war on him. I, it's, like, another Robert De Niro... Didn't he do another one? Now, you're maybe you thinking... Think you're either thinking of this or The Intern. Those are the two. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, uh, oof, when the war with Grandpa is a refreshing change of pace, Wonder Woman's got to go back to the, or at least to the editing board. I don't know, something. <sighs> all right. Rules. Yeah, it's, it's, I can't wait for her Rogue Squadron movie. That's all I can say. And I hope it's, I hope it's just as bad. <laughs> well, speak- I don't, I don't see a good Rogue Squadron. <laughs> speaking of movies that came out on Christmas uh, or Christmas Eve, <laughs> Um, Disney Plus released a little Pixar movie called Soul. I don't know why I said it like that. Oh, yeah, a little movie about a black guy who turns into a blue soul, so he's not, so he doesn't have to be black for the whole movie and alienate international audience. And then a white woman takes over his body. <laughs> That's cool, too. Um, I, I, you know, I, I might, I might, I might be out fully fully on pixar i don't i, I i'm out on the pete they're not making movies they're not making yeah like pete well, like, they're not making kids movies anymore no yeah. you're not seeing, you're not making kids movies and uh, we don't need a we don't need to feel this many fucking feelings in a movie and this one also doesn't make me feel shit i'm just sitting there annoyed the whole time i was like oh let's see how long this takes black i had a timer nine <laughs> minutes <laughs> Nine minutes <laughs> before he falls into the manhole and becomes a blue soul-y guy and then comes back as... Uh, yeah, but his little blue soul has a tiny little hat. Yeah. He has a tiny hat. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. So that, that's how I know he's a jazz man. <laughs> he's a jazz soul. <laughs> um, all the jazz and all the black people and all the Felicia Rashad you want in this movie. This is black people for white people. Yeah, I think about all that, the only thing that you can really give them a lot of credit for is that they designed black characters in a way that no one has before. That is, I'll, I'll give them that, and I'm sure... Yeah. Oh, that's I, it. 
Vince was co-directed by uh, a black man. I'm curious when he came into the production and what stage, because I bet that shit didn't happen until he got there. Yeah, because yeah. this shit is is it's 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 like if you if you want to feel like you have a black friend, watch Soul. <laughs> if you've uh, ever seen a black friend, watch Soul. It's just like I, it's, it's one of the things for me. Black. The the lesson of this movie. Yeah. It's not something I've ever I, – I, I think I went through already, and I, I don't need a movie about it. And it's also like he doesn't even get to really have his own journey. He has to bag or dance her. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I was like, you, you turned him – like, he was just a regular guy, and you still found a way to turn him into a magical Negro. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, whatever. So with that, it's just like I, what I what I'm missing from these movies is that – is the kind of like kind of taken away fantasy the 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 part that makes me feel like a kid cuz i think uh, there's so many animated movies that have a less heavy lesson and that lesson can be very silly and like very and even just the like hey just be yourself or don't worry you'll fit in or go train that, a dragon you know those yeah, are yeah but, cool. but if you yeah. you wrap that lesson in something that makes me giggle and feel like a child i'll cry so but, you're saying trolls world 2 yeah. World World Tour. Which is basically like, yo, people are different and all this we should all be the same shit is bullshit. Everyone's different and it's fine. Yes, but package it in a way that makes me know that I'm actually watching the animated children's movie I just pressed play on. Right. Soul is is only for kids because it's animated. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because totally. Otherwise it's not. And I think that like you sometimes run to this with like the sort of the mid tier Pixar <laughs> where it's like I feel like they Which almost, is now? Yeah. It's I think they, they end up building it feels like they build the movie around the thing that makes you feel bad rather than have that be a byproduct of the good movie. Right. Yeah. Um I that said, I I think that some of the like the afterlife design stuff like that was kind of alright. Like I like the kind of like the neon look of the um I guess whatever sort of head ghost people or something like that. Like, I think, or yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love What's-Her-Name from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and Thor Ragnarok. I will always watch I will always listen to her voice. I think she's so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you get your Richard Iwata in there and stuff like that. Yeah. You get some good I think a good cat. I think Tina Fey sort of didn't fit in. She's, no, not yeah, no, not at all. No, she 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 has a DreamWorks animated film yes, voice. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of uh, Rachel House who played Terry. Which okay. Terry? Yes. No, ter not Jerry. Terry. Oh, Terry. Gotcha. The accountant. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the cop from Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, this is a, yeah, yeah. I didn't even realize. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, oh shit. What was I thinking before? Uh, yeah, I don't, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a bummer, and it's just, I, I don't, I don't, maybe, I don't know what it's like to sit down with, like, your own child and watch this movie, I can't even imagine it. They would, uh, they would not get through this, this, this movie, there was no way a child's getting through this. Yeah, my I niece also, and nephew did not make it through this. I also <laughs> thought this was gonna be more music-centric. Me too. Yeah. yeah. That was also a bummer, yeah. Uh, um, big joke, though. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> Wait, when was there? There was a dick joke in this. 
Knicks. No, a Knicks Your joke. Knicks. Oh, the, oh, oh you Knicks hated Knicks. the Knicks joke? I kind of like the Knicks joke. I hated it. I mean, yeah. I thought it was funny, but I was also like, they're going to be good this year. <laughs> and then Harden um, went to the Nets. Yeah. I don't, if, that's going to be a disaster. You think so? Yes. Oh, man. Kyrie Irving, this is not the basketball basketball podcast, it's but not? James Harden and Kyrie Irving will not survive on the same team. It's going to end poorly. If they don't win this year, they're never going to win. It's going to blow up. Real bad. I can't wait. All you fucking fans of the Nets are losers, and I don't care <laughs> what you think of me. Yeah. Uh, so it, I would say if you want to watch a f- animated movie, like I think we talked about it last time, like Wolf if Walkers? you have Apple TV Plus, if you have Apple TV, watch Wolf Walkers. Yeah, Wolf Wolf, uh, Wolf Walkers was was very uh, very good. A uh, little weird for the spiritual sequel to Wind Talkers to have nothing to do with the initial <laughs> one, but nice. yeah, it was still pretty good. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, this, he did it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, again. Th- th- this to me was was mid tier, mid tier Pixar. You know, it was not not bad, but forgettable. Yeah, I feel like most of the time, like with a top tier Pixar, you'll walk out of the theater. Well, or not, you know, get it. You'll watch it and then be like, I should watch it again right now. I've watched it and I kind of forgot about Soul ever since watching it. I'm I'm saying like they've spent. They made a bunch of movies in the last uh, ten years. Yep. Their output has increased, yep. but I still go back to Toy Story three as their last like home run. Yeah, everything yeah, else I to me is kind of meh. And and especially like when you hear that there's going to be like a non sequel now, you, you get you get excited because you're like, oh, could this be the next? You know. The next great thing. Uh, or, yeah. yeah, exactly. It sounded it was, like it could be cool, and then it was boring as shit. And then Soul sounded... Well, I knew Soul was just going to be uh, black people for white people, so I didn't care. Um, but Incredibles 2 was even like kind of forgettable. Like They're not making anything that's really hitting. And they have it in a lo- really long time, but I guess it doesn't matter because all these movies make so much money. I'm looking yeah, back at Coco. it. I, actually, I liked Inside Out a good bit, and I like Coco as well. Um, I like Inside Out, but Inside Out isn't for kids. No, that's true. I mean, and then you look at like the streak of like Ratatouille to Wally to up to Toy Story three. Yeah, that that is like the, that's like the best streak. That's like the 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 best era in my opinion. And that is that is book ended by Cars and Cars two, which is very <laughs> interesting. But, but I think Inside Out is a better soul than Soul. I agree. Yeah, I totally <laughs> yes. agree. Which is why I'm like, why are you making just make Inside Out two? Yeah, with a black kid, because <laughs> you yes. still don't have to see the kid all that much. You're you're watching the final thing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Inside Out. That's yeah. what you wanted to do. So just do that. Just do it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, so I remembered what the other Christmas Day one was. Uh, Ma Rainey came out that day. Oh, how was that? I didn't watch that. Uh, I didn't see it. I meant to. Didn't watch it yet. Oh, I highly suggest you all watch it. It's very good. Um, yeah. Oh, and then uh, as, just as a suggestion for the three of you and anyone else listening, I guess, um, uh, yeah. is anyone just to check out uh, Bakurau? It's a Brazilian film from this past year. B a c u r a u. It's awesome. Okay, I'll check that out. Right. Better or worse than Songbird? Uh, Songbird's the pandemic movie, right? That is the pandemic movie. Eat my asshole. Twenty? Is it COVID twenty four? <laughs> it might be twenty six. I don't know how far into the future it is. We'll and see. Does that one tie into regular Bioshock as well? Oh, you can find us on the web, movemoviepodcast.com. 
You can find us on Twitter, Movie Movie PC. You can find no, actually no, you can't find us on Twitter anymore, can you? No, but you can find Russ everywhere. Yeah, Dan. Um Yeah, banned. Uh recently from some horrible comments Damn. that were being made on our Twitter. Um oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> uh Russ everywhere on all the social medias as Russ Incredible. Peter on Letterboxd as I don't know, Dinosaur Pete, isn't that is that what it is? Uh Pete Peter Petey. Pete Peter Petey. I might change it to Dinosaur Pete. <laughs> and you can find me on Letterboxd and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. Alex, you can find on this podcast. Um, and that is about it. I think we are getting ready for top tens of the last year. I am yeah. not ready at all. Um, yeah. I'm we do another like one-off themed one before them. I'm into that. What uh, what are what do you guys want to do? Uh, we can do that when we're out of here. We can do that when we're out of here. Well done, Rust. We'll see you guys next time on the movie movie Pete Cast. Very important announcement though. Dora in the Lost City of Gold rules.